0: And good afternoon. You're listening to Ken Hodnell. This is the Ken Hodnell Show. Coming to you from our studios right here in exciting El Paso, Texas. Gateway to the Old West and the most haunted city in the country. One day's January the 15th. 15th day of the year. 350 days remain till the year's over with. And we get to do it again. The, uh. Bunch of holidays and observances on this date. National Hat Day, from beanies to fedoras. Here's a hat for every occasion. National booch Day. I can't seem to stop coughing. Well, Booch is a fermented bubbly beverage crafted from tea. It's got a tangy twist and allegedly health benefits. Maybe I need to get some. Brew Monday. Martin Luther King Jr. Day. The... uh, He was a champion for justice. I remember him well. He led an unwavering unwavering determination and he knew how to make a speech. It's the third Monday in January, though his actual birthday is um January fifteenth national Fresh Squeezed Juice Day. National Strawberry Ice Cream Day. Uh, Idaho Human Rights Day. Indian Army Day. Elementary School Teacher Day. National Pothole Day. Wikipedia Day. National Bagel Day. Blue Monday. The, uh, You have to beat the bleak post festive slump by uh, setting or even resetting resolutions, getting some exercise and fresh air, maybe watch a movie. But, uh, you know, a cold county January can be uh, quite the come down. And this January here has been unusually cold. You know, I don't routinely get sick. I've been sick for a week. We uh, went to a restaurant we normally enjoy going to, and it was like a cattle call. And we got shoved in a in a corner at a little table that didn't usually sit in that area. And somebody was sick and shouldn't have been there. All right. Uh, National Obesity Awareness Week, Energy Saving Week, and the Week of Prayer for Christian Unity. The um, you know this is also Ben Shapiro's birthday. I had uh, sent an email to him about the issue that uh, we've been fighting here. And, of course, didn't even do me the courtesy of responding. So you have to wonder. Uh, Veganary Month, Thyroid Awareness Month, National Slow Cooking Month, Bread Machine Baking Month, January, National Skating Month, Dry January, National Blood Donor Month, Manuary, International Brain Teaser Month. National Soup Month. National Clean Up Your Computer Month. Get Organized Month. And National Creativity Month. Celebration of Life Month. National Oatmeal Month. National Be Kind to Food Servers Month. National Hot Tea Month. National Birth Defects Awareness Month. Get a Balanced Life Month. And National Hobby Month. Well... That being said, in the year 69 A.D., Otho seized his power in Rome, proclaimed himself the emperor of Rome. The, uh, he was born Marcus Salvius Otho, uh, ruled for three months, second emperor of the year of four emperors. He was a member of a noble Etruscan family, Initially, a friend and courtier of the Emperor Nero, until he's effectively banished to the governorship of the remote uh, province of Lusitania, following his uh, wife uh, Papea Sabina's affair with Nero, and after a period of moderate rule in the province, allied himself with Galba, the governor of neighboring Hispania, Teleconesus, during the revolts of 68 A.D. Company Galba in his march to Rome, but revolted, murdered Galba at the start of the next year. Inheriting a problem with the rebellion of Vitellius, commander of the army in Germania, uh, Altho led a sizable force which met Vitellius's army at the Battle of uh, Betriacum. After initial fighting resulted in forty thousand casualties and a forced retreat of his forces, Altho committed suicide rather than fight on and. Vitellius, which proclaimed emperor. 1541, Francis, King Francis I of France gives a Jean-Francois Herbreval a commission sold to the province of uh, New France, otherwise known as Canada, and provide for the spread of the holy Catholic faith. In 1559, Luther I is crowned King of England and Ireland in Westminster Abbey. 1582 saw the truce of Zapolsky In it, Russia cedes Livonia to the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth. 1759, British Museum opens to the public. 1777, American Revolutionary War. New Connecticut, we know today as Vermont, declares its independence. 1782, Superintendent of Finance, Robert Morris, addresses the Congress to recommend establishment of a national mint and a decimal coinage. 1815, War of 1812, American frigate USS President, commanded by Commodore Stephen Decatur, is captured by a squadron of Four British frigates now the, uh, the president was a wooden hull, three-masted heavy frigate, nominally rated at 44 guns. She was uh, launched in April of 1800, one of the original six frigates whose construction uh, the Naval Act of 1794 had authorized, and she was the last one to be completed. The, um, May 16th, 1811, the president was the center of the Little Belt affair. A crew mistakenly identified HMS Little Belt as uh, HMS Guerrero, which had impressed an American seaman. Ships exchanged cannon fire for several minutes. Uh, a subsequent U.S. and Royal Navy investigation placed responsibility for the attack on each other without a resolution. It's one of the major incidents that led to uh, the War of 1812. The, um, during the war, the President made several extended cruises, patrolling as far away as the English Channel in Norway. She captured the armed scooter, the schooner, HMS High Flyer, and numerous merchant ships. January of 1815, after having been blockaded in New York for a year by the Royal Navy, the president attempted to run the blockade and was chased by a blockading squadron. During the chase, she was engaged and crippled by the frigate HMS Indemayon off the coast of, the, of uh, New York. The British squadron captured the president shortly after that, and the Royal Navy took her into service as the HMS president until she was broken up in 1818. The design of the President was somewhat uh, novel, and it was copied and used to build the next HMS President in 1829. 1818, a paper by David Brewster's read at the Royal Society, belatedly announcing his discovery of what we now call the biaxial class of doubly refracting crystals. On that same day. Augustine Jean Fresnel signed a supplement, submitted four days later, on reflection of polarized right. 1822, the Greek War of Independence. Demetrios Ypsilantis is uh, elected president of the Legislative Assembly. 1865, American Civil War. Fort Fisher in North Carolina falls to the Union, cuts off the last major seaport of the Confederacy. 1867, 40 people die when ice covering the boating lake at Regent's Park in London collapses. 1870, a political cartoon for the first time symbolizes a Democratic Party with a donkey. Uh, it was done by Thomas Nast for Harper's Weekly. And the caption was a live jackass kicking a dead lion. 1876, the first newspaper in Afrikaans, the Africanese Patriot, is published in Pa'ari. 1889, the Coca-Cola Company, which was known at the time as the Pemberton Medical Medicine Company, is incorporated in Atlanta. 1892, James Nesmith publishes The Rules of Basketball.
1: 1908,
0: the Alpha Kappa Alpha Society, a sorority, becomes the first Greek letter organization founded and established by African American college women. 1910, construction ends on the Buffalo Bill Dam in Wyoming, which was the highest dam in the world at the time, at 325 feet. 1911. Palestinian Arabic language Palestinian newspapers founded on this date. 1919, Rosa Luxemburg and Karl Liebknecht, two of the most prominent communists in Germany, are clubbed and shot to death by members of the Free Corps at the end of the Spartacist uprising. The Spartacist uprising, also known as the January uprising, was an armed uprising that took place in Berlin from the 5th through the 12th of January 1919. It occurred in connection with the uh, November Revolution that broke out following Germany's defeat in World War I. It was basically a power struggle between the Social Democratic Party of Germany, led by Friedrich Ebert, which favored a social democracy, and the Communist Party of Germany, led by Karl Liebknecht and Rosa Luxemburg, wanted to set up a council republic similar to the one established by the Bolsheviks in Russia. In 1914, uh, Liebknecht and Luxembourg had founded the Marxist Spartacus League, which gave the uprising its name. The revolt was basically improvised in small scale and crushed by the superior strength of government and paramilitary troops in what became known as Bloody Week. The uh, Free Corps that I mentioned earlier were uh, Nazi supporters. 1919, the Great Molasses Flood. A wave of molasses was released from an exploding storage tank and swept through Boston, killed 21 people, and injured 150. That's something to have a new obituary. Died by being overcome by molasses. 1934, an 8.0 Nepal-Bihar earthquake strikes Nepal and Bihar with a maximum mechanical intensity of 11, (coughs) which is considered extreme. Killed an estimated 6,000 to 10,700 people. 1936, the first building to be completely covered in glass built for the Owens, Illinois Glass Company is completed in Toledo, Ohio. 1937, Spanish Civil War. Nationalists and Republicans both withdraw after suffering heavy losses, ending the Second Battle of the Caruna Road. The uh, the Nationalists launched an offensive in order to cut the Caruna Road and isolate Madrid, but... The Republican counteroffensive stopped the Nationalist advance. The uh, Nationalists eventually did cut the uh, Karuna Road, but uh, failed to be able to uh, circle Madrid. 1943, World War II, the Soviet counteroffensive at Verminis uh, begins. 1943, the Pentagon is dedicated in Arlington County, Virginia. If you've never been there, it is a fascinating building. 1947, the Black Dahlia murder. This is the member courts of Elizabeth Shorts, found in Los Angeles. I uh, will be talking more about that um, in our main segment. 1949, Chinese Civil War. Communist forces take over Tianjin from the nationalist government. 1962, the Dervini Papyrus. Europe's oldest surviving manuscript, dated to 340 B.C., is found in northern Greece. It's a uh, philosophical treatise. It's an allegorical commentary on the uh, Orphic poem, uh, The Agony Concerning the Birth of the Gods, Produced in the Circle of the Philosopher, Anaxagoras. The uh, role dates to about 340 B.C. during the reign of Philip II of Macedon. The poem itself was composed near the end of the 5th century B.C. And in the fields of Greek religion, the uh, sophistic movement, early philosophy, and the origin of literary criticism, it's uh, unquestionably the most uh, important textual discovery in the 20th century. A number of interim editions and translations were published. The manuscript as a whole was finally published in 2006. It was found at a site in Divini, Macedonia, on the road from Thessalonica to Kavala. The site's a nobleman's grave in necropolis. necropolis. It was part of a rich cemetery belonging to the ancient city of Leti. So there's still secrets to be unearthed. 1962, Netherlands, New Guinea conflict, Indonesian Navy, fast patrol boat, R.I. Makan commanded commanded by Commodore Yos Sudarso, sunk in uh, for a sea by the Dutch Navy. 1966, the First Nigerian Republic, led by Abubakar Tafawa, la la, was overthrown in a Military coup d'etat. 1967, the first Super Bowl is played in Los Angeles. Green Bay Packers defeat the Kansas City Chiefs, 35-10. to 10. 1969, the Soviet Union launches Soyuz 5. 1970, Nigerian Civil War. The Afrin Rebels surrender following an unsuccessful 32-month fight for independence from Nigeria. 1970, Muammar Gaddafi is proclaimed premier of Libya. 1973, Vietnam War. Setting progress in peace negotiations, President Richard Nixon announced a suspension of offensive action in North Vietnam. That was some very bad advice he got, but... 1975, that was the problem with the suits trying to run the war. No clue what they're doing. 1975, the Alvor Agreement signed, ending the Angolan War of Independence, giving Angola independence from Portugal. 1976, Gerald Ford's would be assassin, Sarah Jane Moore, sentenced to life in prison. She was one of Charles Manson's followers. Moore and Lynette Squeaky Fromm are the only two women that have attempted to assassinate an American president, and both their attempts from on Gerald Ford. Both took place in California within three weeks of one another. Well, Secret Service had looked at Moore in 75 and decided she was not a danger to the president. She's picked up by police on an illegal handgun charge the day before the Ford incident, but released. They did confiscate her forty-four caliber revolver. Well, All righty. nineteen seventy-seven. Nagyafling Flight uh, 618 crashes in Calveston near Stockholm, Bromma Airport in Stockholm, Sweden. Killed 22 people. In 1981, Pope John Paul II receives a delegation from the Polish Trade Union Solidarity at the Vatican, led by Lech Wałęsa. 1991, United Nations deadline for the withdrawal of Iraqi forces from occupied Kuwait expires. Paving the way for the start of Operation Desert Storm. <coughs> 1991, Elizabeth II, in her capacity as Queen of Australia, signs letters patent allowing Australia to become the first Commonwealth realm to institute its own Victoria Cross in its honor system. 2001, Wikipedia. Free Wiki Content Encyclopedia is launched. And it's done rather well. 2005, ESA Smart One Lunar Orbiter discovers elements such as calcium, aluminum, silicon, iron, and other surface elements on the moon. 2009, US Airways Flight 1549 ditches safely in the Hudson River after the plane collides with birds. Less than two minutes after takeoff. Becomes known as the miracle on the Hudson as all 155 people on board are rescued. 2013, a train carrying Egyptian army recruits derails near Giza, Greater Cairo, killed 19 and injured 120 others. 2015, the Swiss National Bank abandons the cap on the Swiss franc's value relative to the euro, causing turmoil in international financial markets. 2016, the Kenyan army suffers its worst defeat ever in the Battle with Al-Shabaab Islamic Insurgents in Al-Ad, Somalia. Estimated 150 Kenyan soldiers are killed in the battle. Now, the, uh, the Al-Shabaab, um, your official name is Harakat Al-Shabaab Al-Mujahideen, It's a Sunni Islamist military and political organization based in Somalia and active elsewhere in East Africa. It was actively involved in the uh, Somali Civil War and incorporated elements of Somali nationalism into its Islamist cause. Uh, Allegiant to the militant pan-Islamist organization Al-Qaeda since 2012. It's also suspected of being um, tied to Al Qaeda and Islamic Maghreb and Al Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula. All right, 2018 British multinational construction and facilities management services company, Carillion, went into liquidation efficiently the largest trading liquidation in the U.K. 2019, Somali militants attacked a D2 hotel in Nairobi, Kenya, killed at least 21, injured 19. 2019, Theresa May's U.K. government suffers the biggest government defeat in modern time when 432 MPs voted against the proposed European Union withdrawal agreement Giving her opponents her opponents a majority of two hundred and thirty. twenty twenty the Japanese Ministry of Health, Labor and Welfare confirms the first case of COVID nineteen in Japan. 2021 a six point two magnitude earthquake strikes in Indonesia Sulawesi Island killing at least one hundred and five and injuring over thirty three hundred. twenty twenty two the Hunga Tonga Hunga. Alapai Volcano erupts, cutting off communication with Tonga and causing a tsunami across the Pacific. 2023, Yeti Airlines Flight 691 crashes near Pokhara International Airport. Killed all 72 people on board. Okay, we're going to talk today about the famous... Black Dahlia. Now, the Black Dahlia uh, was actually a young lady named Elizabeth Short, who was born in July of 1924 and was found dead in January of 1947. She was found murdered in the Limerick Park neighborhood of Los Angeles, California, on January 15th. The case became highly publicized owing to the gruesome nature of the crime, which included the mutilation of her corpse, which was bisected at the waist. Now, Short was a native of Boston. Spent her early life in New England and Florida before. Relocated to California, where her father was living. Now, like so many other young ladies, she wanted to be an actress. And, well, that's what all the reports say. She had no known acting credits or acting jobs during her time in L.A. And she acquired the nickname of the Black Dahlia posthumously as uh, newspapers of that period, uh, often nicknamed particularly lurid crimes. That term came from a a film noir murder mystery, the Blue Dahlia, which came out in 1946. After the discovery of her body, the Los Angeles Police Department got an extensive investigation that produced over 150 suspects. But there were no arrests. Her unsolved murder and the details surrounding it have had a lasting impact. Um... generating various theories and public speculation. Life and death have been the basis for numerous books and films. Her murders frequently cited as one of the most famous unsolved murders in U.S. history, and it's the oldest unsolved case in L.A. County. It's also been credited by historians as one of the first major crimes in post-war America to uh, capture national attention. Now she was born in the Hyde Park section of Boston, third of five daughters of Cleo Alvin Short and his wife Phoebe May Sawyer. Her sisters are Virginia May West, Dorothea Slosser, was born in 1922, Honora Chalmers was born in 25, and Muriel, born in 1929. Her father was a US Navy uh, sailor who was born in 1885 in Gloucester to uh, Cleo Alvin Short Sr. and Alice Ada Billups. Her mother, Phoebe May, was a housewife born in Millbridge, Maine. Short family briefly located uh, Portland, Maine in 1927 before settling for, for good in uh, Medford, Massachusetts, which is a suburb of Boston. <coughs> Her father built miniature golf courses until totally he lost most of his savings in the 1929 stock market crash. In the uh, 1930s, cars found abandoned in the, on the Charlestown Bridge. It was assumed he jumped into Charles River, but it was never proven. Believing her husband to be deceased, Short's mother began working as a bookkeeper. Um, continually troubled by bronchitis and asthma attacks, Short underwent lung surgery at age 15, after which doctors suggest she periodically relocate to a uh, milder climate to prevent further respiratory problems. So, for the next three years, her mother sent her to stay with friends in Miami, Florida dropped out of Medford High School during her sophomore year. Late 1942, short's mother got a letter of apology from her presumed deceased husband who, who said he was in fact alive and started a new life in California. In uh, December of 42 at the age of 18, short relocated to uh, Vallejo, California to live with her father, whom she had not seen since the age of 6. At that point in time, he was working at the nearby Mare Island Naval Shipyard on San Francisco Bay. But due to stormy arguments between Short and her father, she moved out in January '43. The uh, Short took a job at the base exchange at Camp Cook, which is now Vandenberg Space Force Base near Lompoc, in California. Briefly lived with an Army Air Force sergeant who reportedly abused her. Left Lompoc in mid-43, moved to Santa Barbara where she was arrested on uh, September twenty-third, 1943 for drinking at a local bar while underage. Juvenile authorities, as was the custom at that time, sent her back to Massachusetts, but uh, she went back instead to Florida, making only occasional visits to her family near Boston. While well, in Florida, she met Major Matthew Michael Gordon, Jr., a decorated Army Air Force officer with the 2nd Air Commando Group. He was training for deployment to Southeast Asia uh, during World War II. She later told friends uh, Gordon had written a uh, proposed marriage while he was recovering from injuries from a plane crash in India. She accepted his proposal, but uh, he died in a second crash August tenth, 1945. Short sister Dorothy also served in World War II. She decoded Japanese messages. July forty-six, Short relocated to Los Angeles to visit Army Air Force Lieutenant Joseph Gordon Fickling, an acquaintance from Florida. He was stationed at Naval Reserve Air Base in Long Beach. She spent the last six months of her life in Southern California, mostly in the L.A. area. Before her death, she had been working as a waitress and rented a room behind the. Florentine Gardens Nightclub on Hollywood Boulevard. She's been variously depicted as a uh, an aspiring or would-be actress. And according to most, she did, in fact, have aspirations to be a movie star. Even though, as I said, she had no uh, known acting jobs or credits. There was a rumor she had some rock parts, but nothing to speak of. Well, January 9, 1947, she returned to her home in L.A. after a brief trip to San Diego with uh, Robert Manley, a 25-year-old married salesman she'd been dating. Manley said he dropped Short off at the Biltmore Hotel in downtown L.A. Short was supposed to meet her sister who was arriving from Boston that afternoon. According to Several accounts, staff at the Biltmore, identified Short as using the lobby telephone. Shortly after that, she was uh, reportedly seen by patrons at the uh, Crown Girl Cocktail Lounge at 754 South Olive Street. That's about 600 uh, meters away from the Biltmore. Well, on the morning of January 15, 1947... Somebody out for a walk saw what they thought was a mannequin lying in a uh, vacant lot on the west side of uh, South Norton Avenue, midway between Coliseum Street and West 39th. That's in the neighborhood of Lemart Park. At that point in time, Lemart Park was largely undeveloped. Well, that mannequin turned out to be short, its naked body. It had been cut into two play- pieces and dumped in the vacant lot. Been completely severed at the waist and drained of blood, which of course left her skin a pallid white. Medical examiners determined she'd been dead for about 10 hours at the time of the discovery, leaving her time of death either sometime during the evening of January 14th, early morning hours of January 15th. The body had apparently been washed by the killer. Her face had been slashed from the corner of her mouth to her ears, Creating an effect known as the Glasgow smile. The um, Glasgow smile or a Chelsea smile is a wound caused by making a cut from the corners of a victim's mouth up to the ears, leaving a scar in the shape of a smile. Following this and the victim is usually kicked in the stomach or the genitals, causing them to scream, and which would tear their face apart uh, wider. She performed with a utility knife or a piece of broken glass, leaving a scar that causes the victim to appear to be smiling broadly. Said to have originated in Glasgow, Scotland in the 20s or 30s. She had several cuts on her thighs and breasts where entire portions of flesh had been sliced away. The lower half of her body was positioned about a foot away from the upper, and her intestines had been tucked neatly uh, beneath her buttocks. The corpse had been posed with her hands over her head, her elbows bent at right angles, and her legs spread apart. Now, the uh, Herald Express reporter Angie Underwood, that was among the first to arrive, took several photos of the corpse and crime scene. Near the body, detectives found a heel print on the ground and amid the tire tracks. A cement sack containing watery blood was also found nearby. An autopsy of her body was performed January 16, 1947 by Frederick Newbar, L.A. County coroner at the time. Autopsy report said she was 5 foot 5 inches tall, weighed 115 pounds, had light blue eyes, brown hair, and badly decayed teeth. There tear marks on her ankles and wrists and neck, and an irregular laceration on the with superficial tissue loss on the right breast. He also noted uh, superficial laceration on the right forearm, left upper arm, and the lower left side of the chest. Body had been cut completely in half by a technique taught in the 1930s called a hemi uh, Hemicorp hemi corporectomy, the half of the body has been removed by transecting the lumbar spine between the second and third lumbar vertebrae, thus severing the intestines of the duodenum. Uh, Newbar's report noted very little ecchymosis or bruising along the invasion, uh, incision line, suggesting it had been performed after her death. There was another gaping laceration, measuring four and a half inches at land uh, Longitudinally from the umbilicus to the suprapubic region. Lacerations on each side of the face, which extended from the corners of the lips, were measured at uh, three inches on the right side and two and a half inches on the left. Skull wasn't fractured, but there was bruising noted on the front and right side of her scalp, with a small amount of bleeding in the subarachnoid dust space on the right side, consistent with blows to the head. Cause of death was determined to be hemorrhaging from the lacerations to her face and shock from the blows to the head and face. (coughs) There was also evidence that she had been uh, sexually assaulted. Samples taken from her body tested for the presence of sperm, but the results came back negative. She was identified from her fingerprints and when they were sent to the FBI, they were on file for a 1943 arrest. Immediately following Short's identification, reporters from William Randolph Hearst, Los Angeles Examiner, contacted her mother, Phoebe Short in Boston, told her her daughter to win a beauty contest. It was only after prying as much personal information as they could from Phoebe, the reporters revealed her daughter had in fact been murdered. They also offered to pay Phoebe's airfare and accommodations. She had traveled to L.A. to help with the police investigation. That was, of course, another... Ploy since the newspaper kept her away from the police and other reporters to protect its scoop. The examiner and another Hearst newspaper, the Herald Express, later sensationalized the case with uh, one examiner article describing the black tailored suit uh, Short was last seen wearing as a tight skirt and a sheer blouse. And the media gave her the nickname the Black Dahlia and described her as an adventurous, proud Hollywood Boulevard. Um, another newspaper story, such as the one published in LA Times January 17th, uh, deemed a murderer, six fiends slaying. Well, on January 21st, 1947, a person claiming to be Short's killer placed a phone call to the officer, Jane Richardson, the editor, the examiner, congratulating Richardson on the newspaper's coverage of the case and stating he planned to eventually turn himself in, but not before allowing the police to pursue him further. Additionally, the caller told Richardson to expect some souvenirs at best short in the mail. January 24th, a suspicious manila envelope was discovered. Addressed to the Los Angeles Examiner and other Los Angeles newspapers, individual words have been cut out and pasted from newspaper clippings. And additionally, a large message on the face of the envelope. Read, here's Dalia's belongings, letter to follow. In the envelope was Short's birth certificate, business cards, photographs, names written on pieces of paper, and an address book with the name Mark Hansen embossed on the cover. The packet had been carefully cleaned with gasoline, similar to uh, Short's body, which led the police to suspect the packet had been sent directly by uh, the killer. Despite efforts to clean the packet, several partial fingerprints were lifted from the envelope and sent to the FBI for testing. But, in typical Keystone Cop fashion, the prints were compromised in transit and so it couldn't be analyzed. Same day, the packet was received by the examiner, a handbag and a black suede shoe were reported to have been seen on top of a garbage can in an alley at a short distance to Norton Avenue, two miles from the crime scene. Items were recovered by police, but they'd also been wiped clean with gasoline, which destroyed any fingerprints. March 14th, an apparent suicide note scrawled in pencil on a bit of paper is found tucked in a shoe in a pile of men's clothing by the ocean's edge at the foot of Breeze Avenue in Venice. According to the note addressed to whom it may concern, waited for the police to capture me for the Black Day of Killing, but they haven't. Too much of a coward to turn myself in, so this is the best way out for me. Couldn't help myself for that. Or this. Sorry, Mary. A pile of clothing was last seen by a beach caretaker reported a discovery to lifeguard Captain John Dillon. Dillon immediately called Captain Ellie Christensen of the West Los Angeles Police Station. Clothes included a coat and trousers, a blue herringbone tweed, a brown and white t-shirt, white jockey shorts, tan socks. 10 moccasin, uh, leisure shoes, size 8. There was no clues uh, who they might belong to. The uh, police, of course, quickly decided Mark Hansen, the owner of the address book found in the pocket, there was a suspect. It was a wealthy local nightclub and theater owner and an acquaintance of whose home short had stayed with friends. According to some sources, Hanson also confirmed the person shoe discovered in the alley were, in fact, Shorts. And Toth, Shorts' friend and roommate, uh, told investigators uh, Short had recently rejected sexual advances from Hanson and suggested it as a potential motive for him to kill her. However, he was cleared to suspicion in the case. In addition to Hanson, uh, the LA Police Department interviewed over 150 men in the ensuing weeks that they thought might be potential suspects. Man, he had been one of the last people to short, see Short alive, was also investigated, but was cleared of suspicion after passing numerous polygraph examinations. People also interviewed uh, people uh, listed in uh, Hanson's address book, including Martin Lewis, who had been an acquaintance of Short's. He was able to provide an alibi for the date of Short's murder. He was in Portland, Oregon, visiting his dying father-in-law. A total of 700 investigators in LAPD and other departments worked on the case during its initial stages, including 400 sheriff's deputies and 250 California State Patrol officers. Various locations were searched for potential evidence, including storm drains throughout Los Angeles, abandoned structures at various sites along the L.A. River, but the searches lead, lead uh, led to no few uh, one more time to no further evidence uh, regarding Short's killer. After the announcement of the reward, that um, city councilman uh, Lloyd Davis posted uh, ten thousand dollars, the equivalent of one hundred thirty-one thousand and fifty-eight dollars and 2022 dollars. Um, all he had to do was give information regarding that would lead people, uh, police to short killer. After the announcement, various people came forward with confessions, most of which police dismissed as false. Several of the false confessors were, in fact, charged with obstruction of justice. January 26th, another letter was received by the examiner, handwritten this time. It led to, here it is, turning in Wednesday, January 29th, 10 a.m., had my phone at police, Black Dahlia Avenger. that letter was also named a location in which the supposed killer would turn himself in. Police laid it at that location on the morning of January 29th. However, unfortunately, the Black Dahlia killer never appeared. <coughs> Instead, at 1 p.m., the examiner's officers got another cut and paste letter. Said, Change my mind. You wouldn't give me a square deal. The Dahlia killing was justified. Well, the graphic nature of the crime and the subsequent letters perceived by the examiners had re- turned this uh, case into a media circus. Both local and national publications covered the story heavily, many of which reprinted sensationalistic reports suggesting it. Uh, Short had been tortured for hours prior to her death. That information, though, was false. But the police allowed the reports to circulate so as to conceal uh, Short's true cause of death—cerebral hemorrhage—from the public. Further reports about her personal life were publicized, including details about her alleged declining of Hanson's sexual advances. Additionally, a stripper who was an acquaintance of Short told police like to get guys worked up over her and then leave them hanging dry. That some reporters, namely the Herald Express, uh, Vivo means and detectives to look into the possibility that Short was a lesbian and began questioning employees and patrons at gay bars in L.A. They were never able to substantiate this particular claim, though. Herald Express also received several letters from a reporter killer, again made with cut-and-paste clippings, one of which read, I'll give up on Dahlia Killing if I get ten years don't try to find me. February first, uh, L.A. Daily News reported the case had run into a stone wall with no new leads to investigate. Uh, the examiner continued to run stories on the murder and the investigation, which was front page news for thirty-five days following the discovery of the body. When interviewed, lead investigator Captain Jack Donahue told police that uh, told the press he thought short murder had taken place in a remote building or shack on the outskirts of L.A. Then her body was transported into the city where it was disposed of. Uh, based on the precise cut and dissection of Short's body, LAPD looked into the possibility that the murderer had been a surgeon, a doctor, or somebody with medical knowledge. Mid-February 1947, LAPD served a warrant on the University of Southern California Medical School, which was located near the site where the body had been discovered. It wanted a complete list of the program students. University agreed as long as the students' identities remain private. A number of background checks were conducted, but uh, yielded no results. Well, by the spring of '47, Short's murder become a cold case with a few new leads. Sergeant Finnis Brown, one of the lead detectives on the case, blamed the press for compromising investigation through journalists probing for details and unverified reporting. <coughs> September 1949, the grand jury convened to discuss inadequacies in the LAPD's homicide unit based on their failure to solve numerous murders, especially those of women and children in the various uh, previous several years. Short's case was one of them. In the aftermath of the grand jury, for an investigation was done on Short's past with detectives tracing a movements between Massachusetts California and Florida also interviewed people who knew her in Texas New Orleans. But unfortunately, the interviews uh, yielded no useful information. You know, the, the of her, uh, notoriety of her murder spurred a spurred large number of confessions over the years, many of which have been deemed false. During the official uh, initial investigation into her murder, police got a total of 60 confessions, most made by men. Since that time, over 500 people have confessed to the crime, some of whom haven't even been born at the time of her death. Sergeant John P. St. John, a detective who worked the case till he retired, said, uh, it's amazing how many people offer up a relative as the killer. 2003. Ralph Asdale, one of the original detectives on the case, told The Times he believed he had interviewed Short's killer, the man who had been seen with her sedan with his sedan partner near the vacant lot where her body was discovered, in the early morning hours of January 15, 1947. A neighbor driving by that day dropped stopped to stop depo- dispose of a bag of lawn clippings in the lot and saw a parked sedan, Resident with his right rear door open driver of the sedan was standing in the lot. His arrival apparently startled. The owner of the sedan, who approached his car, appeared in the window before returning to his own car and drove away. The uh, owner of the sedan was followed to a local restaurant where he worked, but ultimately cleared his suspicion. Suspects remaining under discussion by various uh, authors and experts include a doctor named Walter Bailey, proposed by former Times copy editor Larry Harnish, Times publisher Norman Chandler, who biographer Donald Wolf claims impregnated short, Leslie Dillon, Joseph Dumas, Artie Lane, also known as Jeff Connors, Mark Hansen, of course, Francis Sweeney, Woody Guthrie, Bugsy Siegel, Orson Welles, George Hodell, Hodell's friend Fred Saxton, George Knowlton, Robert M. Red Manley, Patrick S. O'Reilly, and Jack Anderson Wilson. Well, Although he was never formally charged in the crime, Hodell became a wider it uh, came to wider attention after his death, when he was accused of being the killer by his own son, LAPD homicide detective Steve Hodell. Uh, he claimed his father killed Short and several additional uh, individuals. Part of the Dahlia case, he was suspected but not charged in the death of his secretary Ruth Spaulding, and accused of raping his own daughter Tamar, but uh, acquitted. Hodel fled the country several times, lived in the Philippines from the 1950s to the 1990s. Additionally, Steve Hodel cited his father's training as a surgeon as uh, circumstantial evidence. 2000, there is revealed in notes from the 1949 Grand Jury Report that investigators had wiretapped Hodel's home and obtained recorded conversation of him with an unidentified visitor, saying, uh, "Supposing I did kill the Black Dahlia. They couldn't prove it now. Called to my secretary because she's dead. They thought something was fishy. Anyway, they may have figured it out. Killed her. Maybe I did kill my secretary. Well, 1991, Janice Knowlton, who was 10 years old at the time of Short's murder, claimed she saw her father, George Knowlton, beat Short to death with a claw hammer an attached garage of their family home in Westminster. She also published a book titled Daddy Was the Black Dahlia Killer in 1995. In that book, she also made the claim that her father sexually molested her. The book was condemned as trash by Jolene Emerson Knowlton's stepsister who said uh, she'd have believed it, but it wasn't real. I know because I lived with her father for 16 years. Additionally, Detective St. John told the Times that Knowlton's claims were not consistent with the facts of the case. Well, on that note, we come to the end of the today's show. We'll be back... Tomorrow, talk about another fascinating topic. Until then, Ken Hudnall, for the Ken Hudnall Show, saying have a truly great evening.